Welcome back to another episode of Detroit vs. the NFL. I'm your host, Calvin Little, and in today's episode, I will be predicting the Detroit Lions matchup against the Seattle Seahawks, as well as covering the NFL schedule and some NFL news, and your fantasy starts and sits. Um, I have the privilege of going to the Seahawks and Lions game tomorrow, so I am very excited for that. Um, I think it's going to be a really good game, and overall, a really a good experience uh, as well. Uh, and I think that Lions Stadium is is really going to be packed with people, sold out uh, almost, except for resale tickets, uh, packed crowd wearing blue ski masks, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, I'm really excited. It's going to be my fourth Lions game that I'm go that I will be going to, um, and you know I I I just I can't wait to be with that rowdy crowd, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really fun time. Um, and, uh, for anybody who's out there who's also going, I hope you have fun, too, uh, because it's, it's gonna be a loud crowd, but it's gonna be a great game, because I think Detroit knows that they have a lot to prove right now, uh, a lot of people calling them, you know, flukes, asterisk, win, after the Chiefs game, so they've gotta prove that, you know, to everybody that they can, they can win, because even though in my standards that was a win, apparently, to some people, it's not just the scoreboard, which is kind of bonkers, but it is what it is for some people. Um, so you got to do what you got to do. But I think Detroit is, you know, they just got to shut up the haters at this point and just get wins because, you know, they've got to prove that they can, you know, get to a Super Bowl, get in the playoffs. And I think with this crowd behind them, uh, helping them with home field advantage uh, is really going to play a massive part. Um, and I think they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, help the fans out by, you know, giving them something to be loud about. So, yeah. Uh, so, going over to those ski masks, uh, CJ Gardner-Johnson tweeted out the other day that he wants all the Lions fans who are going to wear blue ski masks that, like, robbers wear, uh, except the robbers wear black ones and we're gonna wear blue ones, because, uh, it, he wants to symbolize Detroit's villain arc, um, and how, like, the Detroit Lions are the villain who's going to ruin everybody's season uh, and, you know, sort of disrupt the league, which I thought was a really cool concept. I was going to wear them, but they're all sold out on Amazon, believe it or not. All of the Lions fans took flock, and they are all sold out. Um, plus, you know, wearing that thing for three hours and not really being able to breathe as much uh, didn't sound too appealing, so I'm gonna dye my hair blue, not the depressing emo blue, but the one pride blue, so not to confuse anybody, uh, but yeah, so I think that's, that's a really cool idea, I think it's another way that you're gonna get the crowd into the game, and, um, I mean, maybe it's a bad rep for Detroit with being the villain, because, like, they kind of have a high crime rate, just to be honest, but if you just kind of ignore, like, if you don't take it out of context, it, it's pretty cool, uh, and I and I'm really happy that they're doing that, and I'm happy that you know the fans are participating in it, and I like the culture that they're building around it, um, and I think that you know it's going to make the experience more enjoyable. I mean, I'm sure that security may be a bit concerned, but uh, you know, I'm sure it's nothing nothing to worry about on their end. In fact, I don't think you can wear it when you're walking in. I think you can only wear it after you enter, uh, from what, from an article I saw. But, yeah. Anyway, so that's just the stadium hype and, like, the crowd, which I figured I needed to talk about because, like, I don't 
think that most people realize this, but that crowd is, if you're watching on TV, like, you might not be able to hear the announcers as well, because that crowd is going to be really, really loud, and it's actually going to impact a lot. Um, I'm expecting lots of false starts uh, from the Seahawks because of this crowd. Fun fact, uh, in 1997, I think, uh, they were playing the Jets, the Lions were at home, and the ref specifically had to, told to tell the Lions crowd to quiet down because the quarterback could not get a play. And, like, the crowd quieted down to, like, a regular loud volume, and even the announcer was like, yeah, they can hike it now, but the refs weren't having it. So when the refs asked the second time, obviously the Lions were like, we're not shutting up, we're getting louder. So it got even louder. Um, and they were like, if you guys don't quiet down, your team's going to be charged with the timeout. So, like, they can penalize the crowd. Now, I don't know if that rule has changed because that was in the 90s. But, you know, I think it would be kind of cool to see that happen. Because, like, if that crowd can have that much of an impact, like, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but, yeah. So, that's just, you know, I think that crowd is going to have a lot of impact on this game. But going into the predictions, just into the game in general, my thoughts, I think the Lions offense is going to play well. They already put up 45 uh, points in terms, or 45 points in terms of offense uh, against the Seattle defense last year. I don't think much of that is going to change. Uh, maybe a little bit of lower scoring, because I do think the, def the Seattle defense isn't improved a ton. They gave up 30 points to the Rams last week, and that was the Rams, so against this Detroit team, I think they'll still keep it around 30 or 40 points. Defense, I think, is going to do uh, pretty good, much better than last year. I think Seattle will punt uh, more than once, to believe it or not, um, and I do think that this defense will hold their own, and it won't be like an offensive shootout like it was last year. Um, I do think the defense may have a little bit of trouble with DK Metcalf, um, because he was looking pretty good last week and is overall just a receiver that they struggled with in this matchup last year. But I think with C.J. Garner-Johnson, Cam Sutton, guys like him, uh, they'll be able to keep him contained uh, and, you know, down down to where he's not, you know, tearing up the defense. Um, so I have the Lions winning 31-24, to so a little bit below... 40 because I didn't want to go that high, but I, I, I'm not saying that they're not going to score 40 because, you know, they could, like, they have what it takes, you know, so, yeah, and then, you know, if, if they lose, you know, it's not the end of the world, but this is kind of a must-win game because Detroit has a lot on the line right now. It's their first home game of the season. Uh, they're coming back to a, a, a kind of a rivalry that's been happening. You know, this team that they're playing, you know, is the reason you didn't make the playoffs. You got to get revenge. You got to beat them at home. Beat them by a good amount. You know, just beat them. You, you know, beat them by a good amount if you can. But but at the end of the day, all you got to do is beat them. You know, they won. They beat us by three, and that was still enough to get us out of the playoffs. So you just got to beat them, guys. And I think that that's the bottom line is you beat them and you all of a sudden are 2-0. You have a lot of momentum. You won your first uh, game at home uh, coming off a win of just beating the Super Bowl champions. Um, you know, sky's the limit, guys. You know, even after beating the Chiefs, all of our opponents really look doable now when you think about it because no, none of the teams are as good as the Super Bowl champions. Um, and even if the Chiefs weren't the Super Bowl champions, you know, they, they would still be, I would say, the top team in the league. Um, but, yeah, so 
I think that that's kind of part of it is just you have a lot of the lot on the line and you're going to need to prove yourself and get a win. And if you start out 2-0 against the Seahawks, you've got a home game against Atlanta. So I can see Detroit getting to a 3-0 start if they get it done because that's one of these things I saw with this team last year is that they would be predicted to win some of these games and they wouldn't because it would either be close and they couldn't close it out or they just couldn't get it done. So I think that's part of this Detroit team is they get they have uh, so much potential on that sideline, but they can't execute. So I think we saw that last week where they were able to actually execute good plays and get it done and beat the Chiefs. So I think riding that momentum uh, is going to be good for Detroit, and they can pull off a win. Now, in terms of Seattle, they're not riding momentum. Their own one coming off a 31-13 loss against the LA Rams, a team that they should have expected to flip-flop the scoreboard um, and have them score 30 points because the Rams were not that good last year. Um, so I think that they're not riding any momentum, and the Lions are going to take advantage of that with that loud crowd and with that uh, high-powered offense and defense and beat the Seahawks because they have what it takes. They just got to do it. Um, so, yeah, that that's basically what this game means for Detroit is they need to get it done and they need to prove themselves to the haters. And for us loyal fans who believe, you know, it's just another game that they're going to win because I think they can do it and I believe in this team to do it. I'm not being biased here. I genuinely think that the Detroit Lions can beat the Seattle Seahawks because they have what it takes on both sides of the ball and they're they're going to be able to get it done. So, yeah, I'm overall really excited for this game um, and I think it's going to be a fun one. So moving on to the NFL section of this podcast, uh, we'll go into the NFL news first. Aaron Rodgers out for the season with Achilles tear. He's the quarterback for the New York Jets. Uh, suffered on the fourth snap of Monday Night Football. He has zero completions on the Jets, so that still means his last completion was an interception to Kirby Joseph on the Detroit Lions. Uh, so it's just very interesting how Detroit is kind of always going to linger in his past, uh, for now at least. So, And then the Eagles beat the Vikings Thursday night football by 6. Uh, I'm overall happy. Vikings are in our division. They're 0-2, so that's good. Um, and then Chiefs fans and fantasy players Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones are set to return this week. So, you know, I think the Lions may have gotten... You know, a little bit lucky with Travis Kelsey not being there, but, you know, I still think that we earned that win, even though he wasn't there, as well as Chris Jones, but, you know, it's going to set up an interesting game for the Jaguars, I think that's who the Chiefs are playing, um, so, yeah, and then, speaking of which, we'll go into the predictions, so, my predictions so far are 9-7, and seven, I believe, that's how I counted it, yeah, 9-7, and seven. so, I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Uh, so I had the Eagles winning, uh, beating the Vikings, and I'm not just saying that because they won. I genuinely thought the Eagles were going to win, and that's what a lot of people thought. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, first Sunday matchup, Ravens and Bengals. Uh, I'm personally going to take the Ravens. Uh, I don't think Bengals scored only three points against the Browns last week. The Ravens are better than the Browns, in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to take the Ravens here by 7. It's going to be a close one. I feel like Burrow will play a little bit better, um, and as well as Jamar Chase. But I think the Ravens will get a win. Uh, I already covered Seahawks-Lions. Uh, Colts and Texans. I'm going to take the Colts by uh, 14 here. 
Uh, I don't think the Texans are really going to be a better football team this year. Um, but you never know. But against this Colts team, I think the Colts, you know, they're they're not really good either. But I think that, you know, all they have to do is be better than the Texans. So I'm going to take the Colts by 14 here. Uh, then you got Bears and Buccaneers. Um, so Chicago is going to be an interesting team. They took a really big loss to uh, the the bigger Green Bay Packers last week. And the Bucks, on the other hand, beat the Minnesota Vikings by three last week. But in terms of which team is better, I would go and say that the Bears are better. I think they have the better quarterback. Um, and both of these teams have very good wide receivers. Uh, you've got uh, DJ Moore. Uh, what's that other guy's name? Uh, M Mooney, I think is his name. Yeah. Uh, so they've got those two. And then... Bucks have Mike Evans and uh, Chris Godwin, so both very good wide receivers. Um, I am going to take the uh, Bucks by this one because I don't think the Bears physically can beat the Bucks. Because not only are the Bucks coming off of a win um, in a game that they didn't expect to win, um, but they are also I think they also have like a good defense uh, to lock up Justin Fields and play well against the scramble, and the Bucks have home field advantage, so I am going to take the Bucks by this one, even though the Bears may have a better roster um, by a little bit, but both of these teams have really good rosters, so it, I, I'm only saying that the Bears have a better roster because, like, it's a close roster, but, but I think the Bears have a better quarterback, but ultimately, I, I think that Bucks defense is really going to limit that offense. Um, then you've got Chiefs, Jaguars, man... If I wasn't watching the Lions game and like this was a this was like a, a four o'clock or a primetime game, I would be watching this one, man, because like I'm I'm excited for that one. I bet both teams are Chiefs, Jaguars. Like you've got Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk, uh, Mark Inger or Evan Ingram. Uh, so you've got an elite Jacksonville offense against a really good Kansas City defense, as well as a really good Kansas City offense, and we've seen this matchup before in the postseason. Um, I believe the Chiefs won by seven, and I'm going to take them by seven to win this one. Jacksonville can. I don't think they will, though, you know, if that makes sense. They, they have the potential to, but I don't think they can. Next up, we've got Packers-Falcons. Uh, the Falcons played very well last week against the Panthers. Uh, and so did the Packers against the Bears. So I'm going to take the Packers against this one uh, because if you look at both of these teams' lineups, Jordan Love is actually looking very good at quarterback position. Um, and Desmond Ritter honestly looks scared to throw the ball any time he's passing. Uh, so I think the Packers are going to have a great air attack and ultimately get off to 2-0, which if Detroit beats Seattle... That's going to be two teams that, you know, even though everybody's kind of counting the Packers out, you know, for this beginning part of the season, I think the, both of them might be uh, split at 2-0. and uh, So then we've got Raiders and Bills. I'm going to take the Bills by this one. Uh, I'll take them by about 14, probably. Raiders coming off a tough, uh, tough one-point loss to the Broncos. The Bills also coming off of a loss, but from what I've heard, they're the type of team that after a loss, they get angry and they play very well the next week. Uh, so I am going to take the Bills because overall, if you just look at it in terms of rosters, uh, I think the Bills have the better roster. Uh, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Uh, so yeah, I think they'll be able to beat the Raiders. And then we've got Chargers, Titans. Uh, char both of these teams uh, suffering a loss. Uh, the or yeah, yeah, both of them suffered a loss. 
Um, Titans, you know, lost by, I think, a point in the end. Uh, I am going to take the Chargers here because you can't count out uh, Justin Herbert and uh, Austin Eckler. But I do think the Titans have a chance to put up a fight. I believe they played each other last year and only lost by three. So I'm not going to fully count them out, but I am going to take the Chargers on this one. Um, and then our first four o'clock game, 49ers and Rams. I'm going to take the 49ers by 14 or maybe 17. Um, I think the Rams uh, are going to be a bit better this year, but I don't think they're going to be a real threat for the NFC West. Uh, so I am going to take the 49ers. Uh, to win because they're still elite with Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. Then we've got Giants and Cardinals. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants by uh, 14. Uh, the Cardinals are really not looking well. The Giants suffered a 40-0 blowout against the Cowboys, so I'm not going to put them at too high of a win. Uh, but against this Cardinals team that really isn't doing well, I think the Giants should be able to get a win. Uh, next up, we've got Jets and Cowboys. No starting quarterback for the Jets. Zach Wilson, uh, he was able to get the win, but, you know, I don't know. He, he, he struggled last season. Now, he may have improved, but for me, I got to see him play for a little bit longer before I can maybe predict them to win for now uh, because they the, the Jets looked bad with him last year, man. Bad. Uh, it wasn't good. Uh, so I am going to take the Cowboys uh, by... Uh, I'll take them by 10 right now uh, because I do think that Jets defense is very well with Sauce Gardner. Um, so, yeah. And then we've got Commanders and Broncos. I'm going to take the Broncos by this one. I think the Broncos will recover from that one-point loss. And the Commanders, like, they beat the Cardinals, but, you know, they, they didn't win by a lot. And they kept it, like, the Cardinals kept it close. And, you know, the Commanders really should have had more control in that game. Um, so I think, you know, if you look at it in terms of head coaching and rosters, the Broncos have the better one with Russell Wilson um, and Jerry Judy. So I'm going to take the Broncos there. Then we've got Dolphins and Patriots. The Patriots have potential, but I'm going to take the Dolphins here. You know, they've just got, I feel like, Tua and uh, I know Jalen Waddle might have been injured, but you can't count out uh, Tua and Tyreek Hill, I feel like. And this Patriots uh, team... Ever since Tom Brady left, uh, is has really been struggling. So, yeah. And then we've got two Monday nighters, uh, Saints and Panthers. I'm gonna take the Panthers by this one, or I'm actually gonna take the Saints. I I I took the Panthers last week because of their offense, but then I realized that they still have to build chemistry, and it's gonna take a few weeks for that to set in. So I'm gonna take the Saints for now by seven. I think the Panthers will play overall pretty good, but I'm gonna take the Saints. Um, then we've got Browns and Steelers. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns on this one. Mike Tomlin may bounce back, but I think this Browns team is riding high momentum, and I think they're going to get the win. So that wraps it up for the NFL predictions. Uh, now we'll go into fantasy starts and sits to wrap this episode up. Uh, so for starts, I'd uh, start Christian McCaffrey, um, obviously an elite running back, and against this Rams defense, he'll probably score you a lot of points. Then, if you have Travis Kelsey, I'd put him in just to see what happens in week two. You know, he'll probably pop off because uh, Kadarius Tony was dropping passes, so Mahomes is going to be like, I will never throw to you again in my life. Uh, so he'll probably target Travis Kelsey a lot. And then I'd put in Dalvin Cook as well, um, mainly because the Jets aren't going to pass it as much with their starting quarterback injured. And with Cook as their main running back, he'll be getting a lot of uh, carries and overall a lot of points as he looked very well last week. Um, so now for my sits, um, this will, this first one, it's going to be like, 
if he's your backup running back, don't start him. But if he's your starting running back and you've got nobody better, uh, I, I, I would still start him. But I'd sit Derrick Henry because he didn't look too well last week. Um, and overall, you know, I'm not sure how well the Titans will do against this run defense. Um, and then I'd also sit Kenny Pickett. Uh, he looked pretty bad last week against the 49ers. And then I'd also sit Justin Fields. Um, he didn't do too well and had trouble scrambling, which is his main way of gaining points. Uh, so if you have Justin Fields, I would recommend putting him on the bench. Um, so thank you for listening, and I will be doing my post game in Detroit tomorrow in my car. Uh, so there may be a, a little bit of delay because it's going to take me a while to get back to the parking lot. Um, but it should be around by like 4.30, maybe 4.45, depending on, uh, how long the game is. Uh, but yeah, I'm really happy to be going. I'm really happy for this Lions team. I, I think this is our year. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, to all of the Lions fans who are being, who are being like, man, I need to see them win like a few more games. That's fine. I understand where you're coming from, but like, don't let your opinion ruin the hype for the rest of the fan base, because like... I don't, and, you know, there are probably people who disagree with me about the hype and are like, you're overhyping them, they're not as good, and that's fine. You know, everybody has their own opinion, but I think when you let your opinion ruin the hype for a fan base that is sold out and is wearing blue ski masks, like, I think it's a, it's a little disrespectful, but also, like, you know, it's just kind of negative and kind of ruins the hype. So, I just think that, you know, keep an open mind and... And, and really try to just, you know, stay positive and really believe in this team because that that's the main important part is, you you know, you got to stay positive. You got to do what you got to do. Um, and, you know, it, if you're like, you know, you, you still got to see a few more games. That's fine. But if you're like, they're going to go 0-17 and they're not going to win any games. First off, you're wrong because they beat the Chiefs. And, you know, secondly, like, I think that's just like, you got, you, these aren't, you know, the same old lines, and I think that's part of it, is a lot of these fans are really scared, and I feel where you're coming from, man, I'd hate that too, if like, you know, if you've been a fan since the 80s, and you've seen this team really, really struggle, I'd be scared too, but I think you gotta believe, keep an open mind, guys, like, they can do it, we're all in this together, um, and yeah, so make sure that, you know, stay positive and keep an open mind, this really is our year, so, yeah, so anyway, Thank you for listening. Check out the links uh, below and go Lions.